right, welcome back to another great episode of Dan on Top. I am your host, Dan Lukowitz. And today, wow, what a treat. We've got a great guest in the studio. Hamad Khan, founder and investor relations at Hands Off Investments. Hamad, how you doing? I'm good. And yourself? Doing great. Thanks for coming all the way to the studio and joining. Really appreciate it. Yeah, only like, what, 10 minutes away? <laughs> That's awesome. So Hamad's one of the lucky guests that lives in Metro Detroit. We've had guests, Hamad, that have flown in from other countries, other states to be Very here. Cool. Many of our guests are actually remote, so I always love having guests in the studio because it just seems a little bit more dynamic. So I really appreciate you being here. Absolutely. We've got a lot to talk about. I know you and I can relate to each other on a lot of different topics. But before we get into the nitty-gritty, I want you to tell the world who is Hamad Khan. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I up until recently, last 15 years, I spent my time in the corporate world, uh, you know, uh, senior, fairly senior level positions, working with uh, CEOs and everything, and it's just um, I got very sick of the corporate culture and everything. Um, I had always been, you know, I'll go back a little bit. I started out in automotive actually, and I switched into consumer goods about 13 years ago. Okay. Um, in 08, I was uh, working for an automotive parts manufacturer who was uh, doing parts supplies and everything to uh, the big three here. Uh, basically, you know. Uh, we all know what happened during the recession there, and um, automotive took a big hit. And everyone I was working with was pretty much right around retirement age. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just type of culture, and uh, the manufacturing company was much older. Uh, the employees were much older, um, and you know, a lot of them didn't recover by the time they retired. And that really ingrained in me the need to not rely on my four hundred one ks. You know. It's just a bonus. Uh, whatever I'm left with at the end of the day, you know, get the company match and all that stuff. Great. Uh, when I retire, whatever's there is a completely bonus, and that set me off to you know, how can I set myself up for retirement? And for me, that was always kind of real estate. Um, ever since I was a kid, I've had this passion for you know, looking at these buildings and the architecture and everything, and going, you know, I, I wish I could own one of those uh, one day. Um, and, you know, moving forward, uh, I got into real estate 2012. I had kind of had this mindset that you needed money to get into it, uh, which has uh, shifted a lot now. But uh, I got into, you know, doing house hacking, the burst strategy and everything before there were terms for it. Sure. Um, I, so I was doing single family conversions to legal duplexes. Nice. Um, what cities? In uh, This was in Canada. Oh, okay. Um, so I was living in... I love uh, that city. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mean the state, right? Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So, uh, you know, appreciation was crazy. It was getting into this whole corporate thing. You know, I had this thing. I want to be a CEO. I want to sure. go work in multiple different countries and all this. I was like, okay, I'm going to set it up. So I, for now, I'm living there, but I can leave tomorrow mm-hmm. and I can rent it out. I won't have any issues. That's kind of how I set it up getting into real estate. So I did, uh, you know, a few conversions myself, uh, for myself, a few for family, a few helped out with friends as well. Um, so I did a bunch of those, but those are always my retirement plan. Okay. Uh, my goal was have a few, you know, three or four of them by the time I retire, have them fully paid off and live off that during retirement. Um, I guess, you know, being South Asian, there's this, you know, you become an accountant, doctor, lawyer, you know, you, you probably relate to that well sure. too. But that, that was kind I of think my... my parents are still upset I'm not a doctor. Oh, oh God. I no, think, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, my, <laughs> you, you know, funny you say that. Um, 
up until now, my mom's like, why don't you do your MBA? Why don't you do your CA? Because I actually went to school for accounting okay. and finance. Oh, nice. I, I chose the finance side because I didn't want to sit there doing AR or AP the whole time. I like the whole business sure. uh, component. And, you know, more recently now that I've left that and, you know, trying to explain to my mom that I don't need an MBA. I'm doing, you know, a far senior level sure. position than people would. Uh, that sort of education anyways and then you know my mom's like are you sure you're what what you're doing I'm like listen this is great experience regardless I can always go back if I want to in a couple of few years sure Uh, so yeah I definitely still get that from my parents (laughs) so um, yeah it's uh, I moved to Detroit a couple of years ago my wife is doing her medical residency and at that point I made a decision I was still working out of Toronto I was going actually before COVID I was going back and forth between Toronto and Detroit, oh, I was wow. spending, you know, uh, and I would actually live in Waterloo, which is another hour and a half away from Toronto because okay. my parents are there. So I would drag my kids with me. Wow. Uh, so Monday to Wednesday, I'd be in Canada um, and then I'd be back here, you know, in Detroit uh, Wednesday night, basically, and then Sunday night, go back. Okay. Um, at that point, you know, again, it's not what I want to do. It's not what I want to take my kids through. And I just had enough of the whole corporate thing. You know, there were days where I would literally work all night to get stuff ready for a presentation the next day, you know, multiple times. Um, and just, uh, you know, just the environment wasn't the greatest. Sure. Um, that, you know, I finally got to a point at the end of this past year to say, you know, I had grown out my network, you know, COVID was great. I was able to really network, get online, a lot of Zoom meetings, uh, network with a lot of people and grow out my network. Uh, you know, really highlighted the you know the whole saying you know network is your net worth Um, yeah it doesn't mean you have you know your money wise it's that big but it's the resources it's the it's everything um, that comes along with it exactly you you know there's something i heard about that that i I love and people always say that it's not that that your network is your net worth and it's it's not what you know it's who you know exactly i heard an even cooler thing that i always say to people now that it's not just that saying of it's not what you know it's who you know Today, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. And I think that's the beauty of social yeah. media, and that's the beauty yeah. of a show like this, is exactly. you're getting your face out there, you're getting your message out there. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's important to have a network, it's important yeah. to know people, but it's also important that people know you. Exactly. And I think, you know, it's uh, it's a big part of it is building your tribe out, too. Yeah, right? oh, no doubt. Building your tribe out? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, you know, you know me, I'm all about our course, the CRE Absolutely. Pro course. We have a whole tribe of people yeah. that are working together, building exactly. a community. So, that's really cool, man, and I definitely appreciate you coming and and definitely appreciate you reaching out on social media. Yeah, it's really cool. So I guess, you know, I love what you're saying about this idea. You know, I look at you as kind of like a quote unquote corporate dropout. Right. And that's a that's a heck of a accomplish yeah, of a compliment exactly. and an accomplishment. I, I am also a corporate dropout. And I think that's really awesome. You know, you've you've clearly taken your uh, your future, your financial future, your personal future, your family's future into your own hands. Exactly. So I guess, you know, on that note, I kind of just want to know for you specifically, why did you leave that six-figure career and 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 what was that like um you know i'll start with the latter part of that it felt great i'm sure uh, right and it I'll, does doesn't it, it feel it, so good it, it just it's the relief yeah. right like it's like freedom <laughs> finally free i lost over one hundred fifty thousand annual income but you know it felt great uh you know i don't have the stress same stresses yeah. it's it's i can uh, you know, s- spend a lot of time with my kids. I can yep. take care of them. I can decide how I spend my time. You know, I mentioned my wife is doing her medical residency. She's working, you know, 30-plus-hour shifts. 
every four or five days, etc. So it just it's the freedom that comes with it. Uh, now, in terms of why I left, uh, you know, I, met, I briefly touched on the culture part of it, but more than that, it was you know, like I said, I had a great salary, but I'm looking at like uh, the senior directors; they're making about two hundred some odd thousand, and you know the president's making like three, four hundred thousand, maybe five, six hundred thousand. But the time it takes and the pressure and the requirements to get there, mm-hmm. no one talks about. Nope. Right? It's it's not worth it. Like yeah. I said, I and, was And the sacrifices, out. I mean, exactly. of, of, of your family, of your time. I remember, I'm not going to say the name of a corporation, but it's one you know very well and I know as well. I remember I was interviewing there at one point. This was years ago. And I, I interviewed with a, you know, a, a, a vice president of whatever. The company had like 13 of them. This guy was probably making between three and $600,000. So he's doing okay. And I remember he was telling me that, you know, he's there at six in the morning, and he's leaving at eight at night, and he's working Saturdays and most Sundays. And he asked me if I had kids, and he was almost like picking on me. He said, Do you have kids? I said, Yeah. He goes, Are you ready to not see them? Yeah. And I was like, No, I'm not going to not see them. That's literally what I said. Like, I'm, I'm a little bit of a jerk. You know what I mean? I, I'm not a jerk. I'm just, I'm yeah. going to tell it like it is. Exactly. So he says, Listen, I've got two kids. And he said, I'll never forget this. He said to me, I'd like to think that I'm leaving something for my kids that's even more important. I'm leaving a legacy. And that was my reaction inside. I, I respectfully, I didn't laugh at him in his face, but I was just like, Do you think your kid is ever going to say, oh, daddy, thank you for leaving me this legacy of George Washington's or of Benjamin Franklin's? No, that kid's going to be like, where was my dad? What was my dad teaching me? And and I think that by creating your own financial destiny and by being your own business owner and your own boss, you can make those decisions. Maybe today your child needs you. Maybe today your health needs you. Maybe today, Sonny, you want to go to the beach. Or maybe you want to record a show. So so kudos to you. And, And for anybody watching this, if you're thinking about... Um, dropping out of the corporate world, first of all, do it. Second of all, reach out to great people like Hamad and myself, people who have actually done it, people who are going to give you that encouragement because we're here to support. We're here to help build that tribe of corporate dropouts because really that's what the world needs today, I think. So I'll give you a couple examples with that. One was uh, a few years ago, my younger one was born. Uh, It's been three years now. Um, Mazel tov. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's on his birth. That night, I was on my computer like an hour or two after he was born, trying to get a presentation ready for, you know, the next day or whatnot. Like, literally, like, it's, I should be able to just sign out, let someone else take care of it, but no, it's, I have to do it still, right? It just, it's, uh, that that point, it really hit me. I'm like, this is not right. Right. Um, It really upset me. Um, I shouldn't have had to do that. Um, And then, you know, it's just, it's, I was spending... 14, 15 hours. I didn't see my kids these past three years. I, you know, I, I work for a couple of very large companies, you know, uh, Mars and Monolies who make like M&Ms and Snickers sure. and, uh, you know, Cadbury and Oreo and everything. So I had whole boxes of like chocolate and candy <laughs> and everything coming in Halloween, like for the past 13 years, uh, you know, Easter, Halloween, you name it. Um, all I'm doing is making my kids unhealthy, right? Like, I yeah. used to give all that away. I kept a couple of good things out of there, but give everything else away. And that's not the legacy I want to leave. No. Right? It's you, you touched on a great point. A lot of those people do think they're leaving a legacy, but it's it's internal ego. They're, they're, they're leaving a legacy for their corporation, that's exactly. for sure. They're drinking the Kool-Aid. What legacy do you want to leave? Hamad? I want to leave my kids something solid. Solid. You know, it's, it's something that they can then take over. It's... 
I want to get away from this mentality of, you know, go become a doctor, lawyer, accountant. Uh, you know, I think my wife still wants my our kids to be a doctor, which is great. But it's knowing that, you know, the importance of the whole passive income and yeah. not, you know, having your money work for you rather than you killing yourself. Yes. You know, I, I've put on like 45 pounds in the last three years because I was commuting like almost four hours a day. I was wow. commuting. Um, you know, and then working 12 plus hours a day, it's just crazy. But now I can refocus on my health and my kids and, you know, give them the right direction. And, you know, instead of saying, you know, go out and work and become a corporate leader, it's go out and build something and do something you enjoy and you're passionate about. The one thing I've realized is, you know, people that do great things are the ones that are passionate about what they're doing. Absolutely. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And, you know, I love what you said because it's – and we started the conversation like this. We kind of went full circle. Yeah. Like, you know, we're joking tongue-in-cheek about our parents wanting us to be a doctor, to <laughs> right. be a lawyer, to go to law school, to get an MBA, to do all these things in the future. Yeah. And I love what you said. You, you don't want your kids to go out and become something. Why not just have your kids go out and be? Exactly. Right? Go out exactly. and be themselves. Today I get to focus on being the best Dan Luku as I can be. Exactly. I don't have to go out there and try to become this or try to become that. And I think that's another beauty of this freedom that we've created for ourselves, right? It's a freedom to be. Absolutely. It's really amazing. I, I, don't you think that other people should be like us? I, I think, you know, this whole world would be a much better place if everyone was more like that and had that For mentality. sure, for sure. I think there'd be less traffic, you know, well, there'd be less, less difficult drivers, less, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Karen to the supermarket. But anyway, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, go out there and be and have fun. And, you know, I think that's a great message. You know, you've obviously had a lot of experiences. You've, you've worked for major corporations. You've, um, you know, uh, traveled a lot. You've commuted a lot. You have children. You've made a lot of strides. Looking at everything that you've done, I would love for you to give our viewers your top three pieces of advice. You know, I would say network, network, and network. <laughs> uh, it, it's really, you know, uh, uh, going back, to, I've heard this ever since I was a young kid in, in high school, in university, while working, but I never really understood what that meant. I thought it meant go talk to other people so you can get access to other jobs and stuff. But What does it mean? It, what it really means is get to know other people. Yeah. See where you can add value. Love it. Right. Go help the world. Go help people. It's and it will automatically come back to you. And think, you know, if you're religious, uh, those are teachings that have been taught to us, you know, from the beginning. And I don't think people really understand things, right? Like you just take it for uh, the words that they are, and it's like go network. Okay, hey, here's my business card. Right. <laughs> you know, it's add it's, value, like exactly. you said. Go out and add value. Yeah. I love that in networking, in life in general. That's probably the most important thing, and that's our motto, especially yeah. at the CRE Pro course right. that, that I had is add value and everything else exactly. follows. And you've definitely added value to our viewers today. I definitely I appreciate you being here. And no, thank you for having sharing me. that. Great. You know, we're going to wrap it up here. you got maybe a minute left. I want to turn the tables. Do you have any questions for me, for Dan on top? Hey, you know, uh, I'd love to get a little bit of your experience as well. You know, what, what drove you to do what you're doing now versus, you know, the corporate life that you had before? I think really what it boiled down to is I'd worked for major corporations and I'd love to get involved in the culture and to build something. But when I saw that revolving door, when I saw the way that the, the, the employees, the lifeblood of the corporation yeah. was treated, I decided, man, I need my own corporation. I always had this friend who 
great friend of mine. I love him. Jim Gabriel, great guy. I hope he's watching. He's a great guy. He would always tell me when I had a, an, an experience at a corporation growing up throughout all my years, he'd say, well, now you know exactly what not to do when you're running your own business. That, that's, that's exactly it. It is. And, and I, I took that and I made a playbook yeah. of things I wouldn't do. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to make that exactly. corporation. I'm going to make the corporation that I want to work at, that I want my kids to work at, that I want to help other people be part of. So that really did it for me. Perfect. And that's what motivated me yeah. to become a real estate investor, a business owner, a broker, a course creator, content creator, and just a better guy. So anyway, Hamad Khan, thank you so much for joining us. That's the music. That means it's time for us to dance and get out of here. But we really appreciate you. It's really been a pleasure. No, it was uh, all my pleasure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, I'm Dan Lukowitz, the host of Dan on Top. For more information, check out our website, danontop.com. Reach out, dan at danontop.com, and we will definitely look forward to seeing you soon.